0: Stand up comic, choke it up one time. Fun day. Fun day.
1: Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about
0: you. What? What is it going to be? Let's talk
1: about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about (laughs) sex.
0: Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets. Today. Boom. Oh, Bo, yeah. Get on the stick. Fuck you. Show do. us your dick. <laughs> Show <laughs> us your dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whip it out. <laughs>
0: Shut, shut up! up. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck
2: you, you're not handling it as well. You're losing the rest of the crowd.
3: I think he's smashing you right now. That was, that was like
0: a
2: shut up! Hope your mom dies.
0: I ain't gay <laughs> again or whatever. I ain't gay. I ain't gay. <laughs> Coming up, talking about that
2: faggot shit. <laughs> I ain't gay. I don't suck dick. I like pussy.
3: <laughs> and I'm in the corner. I'm like, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up, faggot.
0: <laughs> So today on Let's Talk, uh, about, uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the science and craft yeah, of no stand-up comedy. Yeah. Okay, and today. Theme, it's like totally heckler. <laughs> oh God! Is that what we were doing? Uh, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. we were heckling <laughs> you, bro. We were oh my God! I love
2: the limelight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> our guest today is Luke Tuma. Hey, hey what's going Tuma. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. It's yeah, so fun to say that. <laughs> our our first clip we're gonna play is by Cristalia, and it's called on YouTube "Cristalia versus Heckler at the Laugh Factory in 2012. 12. Hell yeah. I love you, Chris. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> no homo. <laughs> you gotta go follow it up with that, man. You're still doing you love, huh,
4: man? I love you, bro, but no homo. Unless, unless it was homo.
0: Unless it was homo. I love you, bro. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> That's it, so. it. That's where it is. <laughs> That's where. <it> is. <laughs> he just climbed second a Dick. Thumbs up. you know, yeah, uh-huh. you know,
4: you know, man. Remember that whole thing, man. Trying to educate you, bro. What's your name? Where are you back there? You guys look like the fucking four dudes from Munich.
2: What are you? What are you? Bachelor, bachelor party. Bachelor party. Why the fuck are you here? <laughs> They're acting like it's awesome Maxwell party Como
4: <laughs> <Home up. laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> That
4: song is everywhere When you have a master party <laughs> That's
5: not what it was
4: You don't know, more
2: friends. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh God! Who's the asshole that organized that shit? Yeah.
4: Hey, I got
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Three of us. <laughs> Three of us. Me, you, and you.
0: Shit out. <laughs> 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 Who wants tits and pussy in your face when we can go to the life.
4: Steve <laughs> <laughs> you like Who do I get married to? PK. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you're gay And you're gonna marry a gay dude
0: And you have a bachelor party You could totally invite him <laughs> 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 You awesome
4: I'm <laughs> gay from now on He's going in here.
1: <laughs> we're going to the comedy store, dude. <laughs> dude
2: that's, yo, I love it. Yo, I love it. What if it was like, yo,
4: what if it was like fucking like three dudes and they were like, all right,
2: dude, I got the perfect idea for a basketball party. And the other dudes were like, yo, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> and they're like, on the count of three, one, two, three, and two dudes say, Strip club, and then go, it goes like, laugh, right,
1: like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> 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 <cloud sucked>
4: <What? What>? <gasps> one, two, three, strip clubs, fuck each other. Oh
1: shit. <laughs> 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 <olacak> <gasps>
4: What do I end on, man? Uh, uh, <laughs> who's, who's, uh, so how many are there in the party?
2: Five. <laughs> Fuck, you just added somebody. Uh, uh, <laughs> are you gay? No? Get out of here, Come here. Uh, You gay? Yeah? No, on, let's go. Get 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 get
4: What, you don't know? <laughs> you gotta download the information?
0: Hey, <laughs> Mary. <laughs> <laughs> December 3rd. Dece- December 3rd? <laughs>
4: wow, man. Good thing you got the bachelor party out of the way. Six months in advance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're really gonna need to recuperate from this time. man. are <laughs> <laughs> all that fucking hangover and syphilis that you get. I uh. agree, <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> yes, just tell her that we went to the body shop and we fucked three random chicks. If you thought that we went to go see Crystalia, I'm fucked. <laughs>
0: Mike Finn. <laughs> I don't know how to top that. I'm Thank you. Man. Uh, he is having so much fun up there, yeah, dude. He yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh yeah.
0: my God,
2: that That's, is great. He just made like a full-length bit out of that heckle. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. It's yeah. So cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I can kind of guess why you picked it, but let's let's go there. So, what, why this one in particular?
3: Because he's jabbing them, but he's he's warm. He's mm. jabbing them, but he's being warm with them. Mm-hmm. He's not being an asshole, right and he's not angry. Mm-hmm. He's that's exactly what you said. He's having a good time up there, yeah. and yeah, they heckled
0: him. He's fucking him sweetly.
3: He's exactly, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's being warm and being like silly and kind of yeah. like silly and fun with them. Yeah. But he's jabbing them, and he's giving it to him, and he's yeah, like yeah. letting them know uh-huh. who's boss. And he is letting them know that you know you fucked up by heckling me, but not in a way where they're gonna leave horrified or sad or anything. Yeah. They're gonna leave ha- thinking that was the best thing. I've I've ever right. seen yeah right. yeah right
2: They're like very they, he just gained fans from the heckle. they're yeah.
0: never gonna forget that and yeah. they're
2: not gonna be mad at him totally yeah. and and the other thing how is he, how did he do it how did how, did how he, does he do it what, what, he, what, if
0: you had to break it down what what is it about how he does this
3: okay okay so first things first is after they heckle him he's inviting so he invites it on in he keeps digging where are you guys what are you doing you're a bachelor party how many dudes why mm. did you decide to come here he keeps digging into yeah. it he leans into the heckle instead uh-huh. of pulling back because if you just start screaming at them like fuck you why are you gonna you think you can yell out at a comedy show that's immediately shutting them off and I think comics do that because they're scared yeah because they're losing control they feel like losing control of the room but in his head he knows he's gonna have control no matter what happens so he's like this is a goldmine this could give me seven minutes of a hilarious Uh bit that I can rip into God knows where and get a standing Mm -hmm. ovation let me lean into this and invite them in and keep poking and Mm -hmm. asking for more from them and I think that's where he gets that goldmine and all that Comedy.
0: He's flying a plane and then he hits turbulence. He's like, I fucking love turbulence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You
3: guys ready? Yeah, I'll do exactly. some
2: spin moves exactly. through the
3: turbulence. Of, yeah, he hits yeah. the turbulence and instead of crashing the plane, he's like, I'll just do a backflip. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. A uh-huh. Another big thing is that he, which is a huge thing, is that he, that guy who heckled him, he made that guy into a character. Mm-hmm. Like he mm. turned that guy into a character that he could keep calling back on he
0: told that guy who he is exactly yeah.
3: that's that created that if you're doing crowd work or you're heckling th- and that's uh, a comic back in boston showed me how to do this guy harrison stebbins uh-huh. he taught me how to do that where sometimes you can do it with a whole room where like if something interesting happens with that person you just make them a cartoon version of themselves based uh-huh. on that one uh-huh. weird thing that happened yeah. and you can do that with six different people and make a whole like scene out of the room if you really want to
0: are there specific tactics or tricks that you employ to
3: do that First of all, you have to be silly and be kind of, like kind of use your imagination. So be silly and let it really be this moment become the most ridiculous version of itself, yeah. and let this person become the most cartoon version of whoever they're being in this moment. Yeah. So that guy's being. Drunk bro at a bachelor party saying, I love you, Chris. So what he does is take that. That's, you know, a little silly, but kind of a normal uh-huh, way to yeah, act. Uh-huh. He makes it, he turns that guy into guy who's gay for him. Uh, this yeah. guy's gay for Chris uh-huh. and Leah, and he's also gay for his friends. And uh-huh. instead of going to a strip club because he's so gay, he brought all of his friends for this big gay night out to the Laugh Factory. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, he uh-huh. makes well, him that character.
2: Like it's the sexy Exactly. And
0: also, uh-huh. I'm watching it, I'm like, God, it's, is he going to take the edge off the homophobic element to this. And he totally did where he was like, he goes, he goes, unless it was homo. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. He saw that corner coming in this experience. He's like, Oh, let's accept this too. Yeah, I, I was, it was so great. Yeah, no, exactly. Because then, because exactly, he's still keeping it warm.
3: Mm-hmm. He's not getting weird. He's not getting angry at them. He's mm-hmm. just keeping it warm. And he's, yeah. so, so even when he's giving them a little shit, he's like, you got to be warm, but jabbing. So he's jabbing them a little. Uh-huh. That's gay. Why are you come to the Laugh
0: Factory? you bring all your friends to the Laugh Factory, are still going, I mean, if you're gay, it's fine. Do it. But that's a weird place to bring your friends. I jab people all the time. I love uh, busting balls or whatever you want to call it, because it's, I look at it like, have you ever seen puppies play? Yes. Yeah, they're biting each other, but it's play. Yeah, it's fighting, but for fun, and yeah. everybody knows it's okay. It always upsets me when people don't get that.
1: Yeah,
3: yes.
0: when they're just like, no, 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 no. I, 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 I wanted you to bite me back.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Totally. No, totally. And I think it is an art form because you have to let whoever you're fucking with or busting balls yeah. with know that it's coming from a loving place. Yeah. But if you're doing that, to me, the deepest hardest like truest belly laughs come from when you're being silly and you're being fun and loving but there's a sprinkle of discomfort or uncertainty you don't know where he's going to go next with them you don't know how weird it's going to get you don't know what's going to happen next you're not on this train and uh, and stuck on the track of some bit he's telling and you know kind of what the theme of the bit is and where where he's at uh you know in his headspace and what his tone is you don't really know what's going to happen so so the fact that he's being loving and it's coming from a happy place but that he's he's really just taking you down this completely left field turn i
0: i I I think that's why he's getting such a big laugh you're saying that the key component here is warmth
3: the base of it has to be warmth to me and then once the audience feels that and especially in a heckler situation once the audience feels that you're not angry at this heckler and that but that you're gonna fuck with them but you're not truly mad at them for yelling out you could do whatever you want And they're mm. gonna be on
2: board You can tell how strong A comedian is Cause we <laughs> pal around with, Like we'll be at open mics And shows And we'll be with Like these heavy hitters And then we'll also be pe- With people that have been Like doing comedy For two years or whatever Yeah Or less And when someone heckles you can tell the strength of a comic by what their face does when they hear it. Yeah, because it would be like if there's just like a big smile. They're like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> like, I love, I love when someone heckles and you just see the comic like grin like ear to ear. Like, oh, I'm so glad you just gave me like five extra minutes Exa- of you g- fun. Yes, exactly. Yeah, cause you're and like, it's gonna, I'm gonna be able to write on stage in this way that like it really can't go wrong since I'm funny and since I have like, it's it's he's not. The hecklers aren't always actually a villain, but they're playing the villain in the moment, even if they're not being like totally a dick.
3: The set is more exciting for the comic because when you're doing your material, you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Whereas... When someone heckles you like that, you, you're doing, you, you don't know where it's going to go. You don't even know where it's mm-hmm, going to go. Mm-hmm. So you, the comic, when, that, when you see that big smile on their face, that's because they're like, I know this set isn't going to be like most of my sets. Yeah. This is going to be a unique set because this wrench got thrown in it. And luckily, because I'm experienced enough, I know how to deal with the wrench.
0: Why do people heckle?
3: First of all, they're drunk. A lot of them. Yeah, for sure. Like that guy, he's drunk. Aside from that, I think that either they think it's a two way art form they don't understand that they're mm-hmm. not supposed mm-hmm. to Ignorance. they just haven't been to another right. enough comedy shows which also might be the guy in that clip they're coming here for a bachelor party. They might never go to comedy shows. Yeah, and it might just be an interesting. It's
2: also thing also decided to do kind of confusing because we're like we like we are expect you to make noises but not words. Exactly. So please yeah. <laughs> please converse with us but uh-huh. without putting in any two cents. That's that's what drives me crazy about when comics gets so talked
3: to a heckler as if like how dare you do this? It's like, dude. You're on stage and the whole reason this is going well or isn't going well is based on their audible reactions. Yeah. So it's not crazy for them if they don't go to a ton of comedy shows to think that laughter might not be the only
0: acceptable right. noise. Sure. You yeah. Know? It, so ignorance is one of the primary Huge reasons. Huge one. Right. Like they, they can think they're helping. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've heard that many times. I've totally. heard
2: heckles that did help. I've gotten a tag the out thing. of a heckle. They way. can totally. be right.
0: They can be. I don't want to encourage heckling. No. Because, but I, but I also want to acknowledge the truth that you're saying. Yeah. Here.
2: It, well, there was a one time. It was like it's become a tag. I did a bit about Donald Trump not making women come, but not because he. He is trying and failing, but because he doesn't care. Yeah. And then this woman was like, No initiative. And I was like, <laughs> Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. No initiative. No That's initiative. the best way to put it. <laughs> totally. And that is now part of the joke. Yeah. yeah Thank absolutely. you.
3: Absolutely. Do you ever see Patrice used to do a bit? Yeah. It was like, I mean, like, there's a couple comics that do call and response bits, but Patrice would really invite it when he would go. It, remember, he closed his half hour with it. He said, If, if uh, women in the room, if your pussies are broken, and you got in an accident where you you lost your pussy and it was broken. Oh, uh, we we would just you... played
0: this yesterday. Really? You. Yeah, that's yeah. Hilarious.
3: Kenny picked it as oh, it really? Yeah, that's Kenny amazing. Yeah. That's perfect. Man. Yeah. So that's he's almost inviting hecklers because he knows they might say something insane and. I know that I'm going to be able to make this And he knows where
0: he's going to go. He may have to take a detour for a second, but he knows he's going to get there.
3: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Totally. And he knows it's going to help. Whatever they say is going to help the comedy.
0: Right. So there's ignorance. They don't understand the art form or they think they're helping. I think another big reason is attention. Yeah. They want to be either recognized and a part of the show or they want to be the one up there.
2: Yes, I think that is a big part.
3: Totally, man. I've heard a lot of comics say that before they were comics, they went to a comedy show. Patrice even said this. Patrice said he was at a comedy show and he was heckling and he was funnier than the guy yep. on stage. Yep. And the guy on stage was like, why don't you try this? And he was like, yeah, why don't I try this? I want to uh, do this. And then that's kind of what like, he, being a heckler, really cool. got Patrice into yeah. doing stand up. Yeah. And,
0: and the same thing, when I was in San Francisco, I went to a show at Cobb's Comedy Club and I was there. And I don't remember what I said, but. I said—he he sort of asked for something, and then I said something, and the whole room erupted in laughter. And then he tried to shut me down, and then I said something else, and they uh-huh. laughed again. And I walked away from that very proud of myself. Yes, dude. But I also—there's an ignorance to that, too, because— this person was doing 45 minutes of prepared material, and yeah. I said two lines, and I walked away thinking I was funnier than that comedian, yeah. right? Well, now I look back at it, and I go, well, yeah, I said some funny things off the cuff after he set it all up. Yeah.
3: Totally. That, that's true, but also, that comic that was doing 45 is a bit green, because I feel like a more experienced comic would... Now, if you're heckling, and, you, and I've had a heckler get a big laugh, what you do is you don't try to shut them down. Because the crowd likes right. what they say, right. The yeah. crowd likes right. them. So you build on top of it. Of course. You're funnier than the person in the audience or you're more prepared to be witty. 99.99999% of the time, you're going to be more equipped to make this audience laugh than that yeah. audience member themselves is. So if they're getting big laughs, just build on top of it. Turn okay. it into a character. Make it into an act. So out.
0: I have a question on that. So the, one, of the, one of the things that I do, and I don't know. I'm really curious about your perspective on it. I really, really enjoy when other people are funny. And I like in conversation (laughs) When somebody says something funny I don't go, I should have said that I go, that's fucking great, it made me think of this So when I'm on stage and 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 a heckler says something funny I laugh at it and I just, I'm like, I'm a good, but I, I know I'm giving away like a little bit of control of the room, but I I want to enjoy that moment. And then I. But you're go, also
2: putting yourself in the audience's shoes. You're like, I'm enjoying this with you guys. Yeah. Totally. I'll
0: be like, that was great, blah, 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 blah. And now we're going to do this. Absolutely. What, what do you think about that? Approach. Wait, letting it is
3: it's dangerous because, like, letting them steer where it's going next. You not, mean no, but like, or acknowledging that the heckler was funny.
0: A- acknowledging the heckler was funny, and like, and like, being, that's great. And then engaging them for a second and be like, "That's funny. That made me think of this." Like, all. And now we're in a conversation for a second. That's well, gr- I, I like that because, but you have to be polished to do that.
2: You have to have some stage time under your belt for you to do. My friend has a horrible story about and it's very funny he was at the mocha lounge which is this renowned uh, uh room in new york it's a black room in new york where the audience heckles a lot mm-hmm. and it's you will get played off i got i only gone i've once. been played I off, played off and i did did well there. twice and got
0: caught in uh, <laughs> <And
2: I, laughs> like, get out here i got played off and i was doing well at the beginning and then i started to tip down at the end and then they were like <laughs> and then i was like okay but My friend went up when he was very green in stand-up and this guy started heckling him and was like kind of funny. My friend got played off, and then the MCs. This guy Smokey, who just goes by Smokey, came up on stage, and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, these are, it's it's not it's not easy being a comedian, man. Like, and you come in here, you are heckling. What? Why don't you see if you can do comedy?" And then he gave the guy that was heckling the mic, and the guy with the was heckling murdered. Oh
1: my <laughs> god,
3: dude. dude! That comic have been just destroyed. I know. <laughs> can yeah. You imagine
2: a, how I Jesus will reveal god. his name late, like yeah. to you guys in I don't want it. Sad. Wanna...
3: Train yeah. home. <laughs> He's a
2: great comic too. It's it's a, it was a strength training exercise, yeah. I guess, for him right. at that point. Right. But right. it sucks. That's crazy.
3: That's a nightmare, like once in a lifetime yeah. experience, where you, so the heckler is gonna heckle you. The host is gonna be like, "You try doing this," and then the heckler acts ends up being a phenomenal comic. His first, yeah. Touching a microphone. <laughs> That's like an absolute, like so slim chance nightmare experience. But like, I yeah. think most of the time, if you engage the heckler and then they say something funny and you laugh and acknowledge it was funny. And then let it take you down whatever road, and maybe do a bit of yours that's related to that, or just riff and see where you find, it. Or, or, or just like build on top of what they said. That creates such a conversational, natural environment that you're going to get so many explosive laughs because mm-hmm. the audience can tell this is happening in the moment mm-hmm. we don't know where it's going next the comic might not know where it's going next or he cares enough about us as a crowd to engage with us and relate to us and let the conversation be led by what one of us is interested in you're engaging on a higher level with the crowd because you're letting that person who yelled out take
0: maybe take your son in a different direction and yeah. showing
3: that you have the ability to to adapt I'm glad to hear
0: that. Yeah. I, I do it because I like. I genuinely... I just want to give it to them. I'm like, that was funny. Yeah. Totally, like, I, yeah. yeah I'm like, and I don't necessarily feel threatened by it. And that's that
3: warmth we're talking about with D'Elia, where if you acknowledge that they're funny, you might laugh at something. If you know that it was funny, and the crowd thought it was funny, and you laugh and then build off of that, or maybe let it take you in a direction, you're showing that warmth because mm-hmm. you're not just getting insecure and yelling at them and trying to shut them down. For sure.
0: You're kind of just opening yourself to them. <laughs> there's a third... I think reason that people heckle. And this is the one I really struggle with malice. Yeah, that's, that sucks. Right. So like their (laughs) life sucks. And so they want to fuck things up for other people Uh, and you can see it. And sometimes they're drunk. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're angry white women.
2: <laughs> uh, that's a lot of them. Yeah,
0: uh. I really struggle with that when I see that intent and I see that malicious. It's rare. It's so rare. Yeah. But when I see it, it fucking infuriates me. I'm yeah. like, how? Why are you? Why would you do this? Why are you ruining because everyone's good time? Cuz someone outside of
3: a comedy club someone carrying that attitude infuriates me. Yeah. So don't
0: be a shitty person. But my job outside of a of a of a comedy club if somebody's acting maliciously, I don't have to be okay with it and still be funny and not get too mad. Yeah. That's right?
2: where I think a good stock line for a retort comes in mm-hmm. because you really need to just throw those people away. You mm-hmm. have to just be like let me explain how, what you're doing, but in a funny way. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of just walk away from it. Like the Mark Normand, uh, oh, we were taking a nice hot shower and then you had to flush the toilet. And like that really, it, it, it's, he doesn't really have to engage anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just told them what they were doing. And if they're malicious, they might still be fucking mad, but the guy's getting a laugh. He's, he's telling them what they're doing wrong. And he's saying right now you're everyone's enemy and you don't want that. Yeah. Just. Mm-hmm. If you're if, even if you're violent, we outnumber you.
3: Most of the time if they're the malicious heckler, you see them in this form where they heckled and they said something and the comic responded or built off of it. The comic got big laughs, and then the heckler either doesn't acknowledge it was funny, doesn't laugh, yeah. shuts out with an angry face, and then keeps yelling out, even though they because it's like if you heckle and then the comic does what Chris Delee does, build it, kinda make you look silly, get a huge laughs off of it. You have to at that point to meet You have to acknowledge that you lost in a fun way and then sit down and enjoy the rest of the show. You cannot keep
1: yelling. You lost.
3: You can't keep just yelling out because then it's like, okay, you're just trying to ruin this night for everyone. You're just trying to ruin this performance for everybody in the room. Mm -hmm. And that's when I think, which we're probably going to talk about this at some point. That's when the venue has to step in and go, this guy's got to leave.
0: Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about the venue responsibility. If
3: you could tell the crowd is laughing hard and the show is going well and the comic on stage is having a good time and there's big full laughs and the comic is in a good mood, then allow it especially. And usually after, if that's the scenario that heckler will stop and they'll just continue enjoying the show quietly for the rest of the show. And then you could leave them in just because they yelled out once doesn't mean you have to kick them out. But if they're the guy that keeps going, keeps getting angry, keeps heckling, even though they lost three times. Because eventually it gets to a point where guy heckles, comic retorts, huge laugh. Guy does it again, comic retorts again, laugh. Guy does it again, and then finally the comic's not even getting laughs anymore, and neither is the heckler. Yeah, because you just made this something that has it just nothing made to do it with a comedy. dead room. Yeah, you man. just
2: forced the show over.
3: That's when in a lot of <laughs> times, sucks. yes, yeah. and you'll see a headliner at like a road club go like, "Hey, do we all hate this guy?" An experienced comic like in a road room will be able to tell if okay, I hate this heckler, but I can tell the rest of the room hates this heckler, and we'll go, "Hey, do we hate this guy?" Is something along those lines, and the crowd will go, "Yes, fuck him." And then when that happens, the venue, if you can't at that point know that it's time to kick this person out, yeah. like, dude,
2: this, it's time for them to go. You got to remove them. I feel like I'm in a place right now where I'm pretty comfortable with a heckler. I'm okay like handling myself with them. But one time I just – there was this Australian guy, and he just wouldn't stop talking throughout the host set, throughout the first comic set, and then it was my set after that. And he just kept talking and I thought I was above this at the time. And then I just was like, dude, please shut the fuck up. Like very earnestly, but also in like a sad tone. Like Mm -hmm. I'm really upset. Right. And I felt, and I got off stage and I just felt bad and Anthony DeVito, who's been on the podcast came up and was like, that guy was being an asshole. Don't worry about that. But then I talked to him after he recorded this podcast and I was like, thanks for saying that after that set, because I felt like I thought I was past that Point and but he was like, you'll never pass that point. There's always gonna be a weird night. He was like, two days ago, I've been you it was just like this guy's done a lot of great shit. He's yeah. like, I told someone to shut the fuck up with malice and anger in my heart like two weeks ago,
3: dude. That's happened to me like probably multiple times since I've even moved to New York. Where. You, you just you know, you let yourself get angry And when mm-hmm. that happens, it's over yep. It sets over as soon as that happens Because once the crowd can tell There's nothing funny about you being genuinely angry yeah. That yep. when you're mad, nope. you have contempt For someone in the audience yeah. that's, not, that's really just never going to be funny Part of the experience is not letting yourself succumb to that.
2: So then I felt so bad, and then Anthony said that, and then I, I had a drink ticket that I wasn't going to give, and I just went up to the guy that heckled the whole time and was like, Hey, I'm sorry I told you to shut the fuck up. Here's here's my drink ticket. There's and the he warmth. Was so nice, and he didn't heckle for the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, exactly. And I just, because I just felt bad. Yeah. I was like, I don't want you to feel like a villain. Yeah. Kill him with kindness. Nelson Mandela, them. Totally. Hey, and totally. in, invite your enemies to dinner that imprisoned you. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain comics that get heckled
3: more than other comics. And I think that's because if you do a certain stuff, if, if you're a one-liner pauses. guy, you're, an exer- a, you know, you're kind of like a one-liner guy, you're maybe a dark, short joke writer, or you do a bit of a detached thing, or you do a persona, that's one thing. And I don't think those guys get heckled a lot. The people who get heckled a lot are the conversational comics. Because when you get better and better at doing stand-up, if you're someone who likes to talk on stage the way you talk off stage, a Patrice, mm. a Chris mm-hmm. and, and I, I think I do a more conversational style, you get heckled more almost when you're doing better because... The audience feels like you're just having a conversation oh, with them, mm. and a conversation is two ways. The trick works. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're so conversational that the audience feels that they're in a conversation with right. you, right? And they respond to what you're saying.
0: Yeah, that I, makes so much sense. That's an interesting angle. I'd not thought about that. That the better you get at being a conversational comic, the more likely they will forget it's not really it, a conversation. Exactly. You've it, done your job too well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> and also like they they just feel it. They're like I. I, I have something to say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> totally. You're like a little kid. <laughs> and yeah. that's why you, and I, this is a really important point, escalate slowly in response to hecklers. <laughs> like the, if you go from zero to 60, joke, 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 heckler, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Everybody's like, whoa. Yeah. Whereas if you give them a second and you take a second, then you can escalate over time to how you handle that.
2: Yeah, totally. It also shows you are not in on the cosmic joke in that moment. The joke is that they would even heckle. It's like, that's hilarious that you even think you could contribute to this (laughs) conversation. Uh, Rather than being like, this (laughs) is my art. (laughs) You're ruining my art. (laughs)
0: There was a guy named Joe Klochek. He is still a guy. Uh, Ah, (laughs) (laughs) He's a great comedian. He's based out of San Francisco. He's been doing it a long time. And when I started back in San Francisco doing stand-up very lightly, I took a class on riffing and hecklers. And I wanted to go through some of the things that I wrote down and learned from that. Cool. One of the things he said is that with drunks in particular, if you just stop and always repeat exactly what they said back to them, um, it does two things. One it could be a punchline in and of itself. Just you repeating the dumb yeah. thing they said,
2: and they don't have a mic, so not everyone heard it. So that's could the second reason. Wrong. Yeah,
0: that's the second right. reason. Not everybody knows. You could be in. A, if you're in a room for like two hundred people, the people in the back, they don't necessarily know what the guy in the front just said. He doesn't have a mic, so you got to bring. You have to establish the context for whatever you're about to say. What they said might have been foolish,
3: and if you uh, make fun of them for what they said But you didn't repeat back what they said uh-huh. If it's a big room, the people in the back of the room Might not know what they said was ridiculous exactly. They might have thought
0: that the person in the front was just being A normal human yeah. being, and exactly. then you look like an asshole Yes, yes, basically you're like Here's the punchline, and they're like, was there a setup? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying this crazy thing right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few other things he said He said the one, that the, the heckler I have a bunch of heckler types here that I want to talk about But the one he hated the most was what he called The stealth heckler and it's a mutterer in the front. He's like, it's such a difficult thing because you can hear them and the person next to them can hear them and no one else can hear them. And they'll sit there through the whole show commenting on your set, saying something about what's happening. Yeah. Do you break your rhythm to address it and tell people what's going on? Or do you ignore it, but it's still hitting you? You're still, it's still fucking with your concentration. Is it not worth it? What he said he started to do eventually is he started to do his set at them. Like huh. uh he would huh. he would just start looking them right in the eye and telling Ooh. his jokes directly at them, like, I see you, I know what you're doing, I'm in control of the situation. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you Uh, railroad me. That's brilliant,
3: and I think that's the best way to deal with it. I think because the mutterer is not being ridiculous enough for you to make a caricature out of them. So you can't make the show about them and you can't go down that road because it's not not even a noteworthy enough heckle. Uh So you have to keep going and try to not let it bother you, but if it is bothering you, then engage them without engaging them, which is what he's talking about.
0: He does another trick where once he gets their attention and they know he's looking at them, use body language to dismiss them and turn and basically, like, here's the spotlight for a moment. Now you get darkness. Yeah.
1: Mm. Come on. Let's talk about
0: sex. I want to talk about heckler types. I gathered a bunch, I got some online, made up some myself. You probably have some, but uh, the instigator, the guy who just wants to stir shit up. Totally. Right, he thinks he's maybe helping the show. Just wants to see what happens, you know. It's usually a big guy with a beard. (laughs) (laughs) I just want
3: to see what happens. (laughs) See
0: what this this clown on stage does with this sign. Hey, homo!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I had one of those guys at this show in Midtown do that. He was gigantic. I started calling him the Mountain. Uh, and, uh, uh, <laughs> it, it went really well, but he kept kind of giving me shit. But the crowd was into it; the crowd was fun. But my mom was in the room, and the heckler was drunk, and my mom was also drunk. And my mom at some goes, "Shut the fuck up! That's my son!" And I was
2: like, "No, I had him!
1: Like,
3: I was like,
2: Stop!" <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> it's so funny! Oh God! I was like, "No!" When does the smother end? Oh, that's like, like the most right, motherly I feel like my mom would do that. Yeah, oh, totally she does. Yeah, she fucking would. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Fact checker. Yeah. The fact checker. Oh, God. Oh. fact checker,
0: your fucking joke.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, actually, dolphins are mammals.
2: Uh, <laughs> or
3: whatever. I had a fact checker in Boston once. She, I said something. Uh, I called Africa a country. And it was like a college age white girl, which is common in Boston. And uh, she said something like, Africa's a continent. I, I might have said countries, and she said Africa's a continent. And I was like, I said countries. There's a lot of countries in Africa. And I was like, which one is your favorite? And she got awkward. And I said, which one did you volunteer at so that you could put pictures of it on Facebook? And <laughs> it went, like, it oh, yeah, went nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's great.
0: So it was
3: that's the fact tracker drives me. That's a hard one not to get angry at because yeah. it's, they're so smarmy.
0: Yeah. And also you're like, they're sitting there seething because they're just like, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right. I have to. I have to. I have to fix this. And and you get the impulse. But at the same time, it's like, we're here to laugh and getting things right <laughs> yeah, it isn't necessarily part of it. It's like I'm not a professor; I'm a comedian. Yeah. Like this is the,
3: the least important thing here is that the facts are straight. <laughs> Let's talk about the drunkards. What I do is what he said, which is repeat what they said back to them. But I, I do it, and I'm sure the guy, just judging by how smart what he said about hecklers was, I'm sure he does this too. I repeat what they said back to them in an impression of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. good idea. So I'll do what they if they're like what what was that i literally just go what what was that like just do a do a really ridiculous cartoonish impression of them that sounds kind of like the way they acted That'll always work, uh-huh. right? Because and you don't even need to say anything. You could just say what they said back to them in a
0: sillier version of their own voice. Mm-hmm. Also, when you repeat back to them, it gives you a quick second to decide what you want to do. Yeah. It buys you time. That's the trick. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's 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 like the it's the most important thing I think you. do It's like do. repeating a premise.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is it's like the same a method for mm-hmm. a different you know sort of situation. Totally. Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. It's it's so critical, and I. Uh, whenever I forget it, I, I'll get off stage and be like, fuck, why, why am I not repeating?
2: Yeah. There is a great clip of Louis C.K. getting heckled, and he says, uh, "He says, shut the fuck up. And then he's like, yes, you. Do you share eyes with another person? Uh, I'm looking right <laughs> at <laughs> you. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. guy's like, There's, the last thing you could do is share hair. Yeah. And he's like, the last thing I could do is share hair. The last... That is the stu- that's the dumbest heckle I yeah. ever and it just like keeps repeating like that is so stupid of yeah. and he just keeps repeating he doesn't say anything other than that's dumb and you said it sometimes oh. it's enough to just
0: repeat What they say Then express an opinion about it yeah. That was dumb yeah. That could be enough mm-hmm. to totally. erupt, Eruptive laughter yeah. And that, that
3: little second of buying yourself some time To come up with the perfect response My buddy Akash Singh has a uh, heckler video From a while back at the old lantern room That got like a, like a million views He's got tons of views It was on like world star and stuff And there's this black girl's heckling him all night And she's really angry at him She says something like How about you say something funny Something funnier than what I'm saying like And she had been Hackling him all night And he, he literally repeated He goes Say something funny That you're saying And he like Just gave himself That half second To think about it then he goes You're the reason Black men date white women And ah! it like
1: Destroyed, ah! dude.
3: It like destroyed. Oh, that's funny. And it was like You could tell He just She almost He just rep, uh, Repeated her taunt like, yeah. that's all he. She kind of gave him a challenge, and he just repeated the challenge to buy himself like a half second of yeah, time to fire back at her.
0: Also, another tactic that I found useful is start with something positive about what they're doing, then hit them with the jab. Yeah. I had one also at the Lantern, and I was watching her heckle over and over and over again. And and I was waiting. I was like, "Oh god, I can't I can't wait, can't wait, can't wait." And she's a loud black woman and I was just like I got up there and she started at at me and I was like I was like, "Man, I was like, I fucking love I love black women. My I, my ex-wife is black and I got to tell you something. I love it. it it's just you, you you got so much to say and you're so loud and so it's just so great. And I really think that you are an example of how you can have too much of a good thing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. That's great. great. And and it was just like, boom, she was done. But she knew. And I was like, and then she said something. And I was like, look, we can keep flirting later. But let's, I want to do my set. (laughs) But then it was like, I wasn't telling her she sucks. I was like, I was like, hey, I love what you're doing. But not now.
3: There was a guy at a show in Boston one time where he was like, he's heckling all night and just, fucked up every comic set and was kind of ruining the night and he's sitting in the front row and he was drunk and i went up and i literally just dapped him up to start my set oh i was like what's up dude and i like dapped him up and then i was like i don't know what that like like like, (laughs) like, handshake okay (laughs) it's uh, (laughs) locking
2: the (laughs) yeah i like
3: dapped him up and i was like what's up dude and he's like what's going on and he's already happy now and i was like everybody hates you but so far i like you like (laughs) yeah (laughs) That kind of lets him know, like, what you're doing is not okay, but yeah. I'm not mad at you yet. Yeah. The
2: eternal optimist angle as a comedian when dealing with a heckler is it's yeah, pretty foolproof that's a good point. Because if you never are mad at them, it's it's wonderful, and it mm-hmm. kind of is like this great moment with a crowd, and they're like yeah we should just be kinder to each other (laughs) let's enjoy comedy
3: i even have a stock line that's like weirdly optimistic and like it's like the only can line i ever use and it's when someone's heckling and they won't stop and they Mm -hmm. keep going or they're drunk and they don't realize like it's time to shut up now and i i did it at too many cooks like a couple weeks ago where i just say i engaged you and i shouldn't have so i want everybody to know that this is my fault that this is ah!
1: <laughs>
3: like, like, basically like this needs to stop now yeah but i opened this yeah, yeah like yeah, I, yeah. I let this happen yeah because you're like because you realize this person's not gonna i could get mm-hmm. a standing ovation and they're gonna be when everybody sits down they're gonna be like so anyways <laughs> they're gonna keep yeah. going.
0: here's one that i think is particularly uh now the moral authority heckler yes that is wrong, oh, and yeah. I am going to take a stand and make a difference in this world,
3: in uh, this comedy club, in this show. Dude, yeah, that
0: one I might—I
3: still don't think I know. Yeah, how what do we What, oh, what do, I, we do? What do, found
2: do? A fun, I had a fun time with this one guy. I just said one thing, and he kind of liked it. He was uh, the comic before me said "retarded" or "retard" in his uh, bit, and the guy was like, "Can't say that word," with this very stoic look, like very. And he, this was an open mic, and the guy was watching the mic. He wasn't a comic. And then I got on stage and I was like, I was like, you can say a retard, man. you can say retarded, dude. It's just a verb. Like you <laughs> could retard your heckle. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and dude. then I shut him up, and he laughed because I changed the meaning of the word. I like yeah. that.
0: You use you, you some wordplay. You yeah. play around. You you accepted what he was doing, right? Um, but like, how do you do? What do you do with the moral threat when somebody just decides that your set is wrong? Yeah. <laughs> i don't quite know what to do with it because then i want to f- now i want to be right and then that's yeah. not funny dude i've yeah. struggled so
3: much with this i my worst heckler experience i've had was in new york a girl just yelled started screaming no like that that's <laughs> <wrong>. and <laughs> that's i was like funny. so thrown off that i was like and then when i finished the joke the punchline the setup takes you one way the punchline takes you another and the uh-huh. setup did not agree with what she believed but the punchline ended up happening but she cut me off before the punchline and then i said the punchline i was like if you would have waited it would you would have agreed with what I said, yeah, you freaked out before we got to that point, and then she was like Okay, fine. Just do your jokes. And I was oh like, dude, that, I, I literally, I, I lost my whole set. I just threw it away. I was like, no, no, you made this about you. Now it's going to be. Ah,
0: uh, Who are you? And
3: it, that didn't get any laughs.
0: I bombed. But it was, you were mad. I like, was mad. you were mad. It was bad. It's always that. And that, that's why it's so much harder. The job of the comedian in these situations is 10X factor harder than the job of the heckler. Uh-huh. Because you have to still be funnier than that person. You have to not lose their composure because they don't. They don't know your context they don't know that the, the the hundreds of open mics thousands of open mics you've been here to get to this point they don't understand the the repetition and the writing and the shit you've eaten to get to this point yeah and, but if you bring all that baggage into that moment it's not gonna get a laugh that's all you're there for and so your job is to let all that go uh-huh. and be in that moment with that person not get upset keep the audience on your side say something really funny in response and maintain control the whole time.
3: Yeah. It's tot- crazy difficult. So that's an example of when I bombed with the moral high ground uh-huh. uh, heckler. Moral authority moral heckler. Authority, sort of authority, common, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moral authority heckler. I, that's the time when I bombed with it. But uh, time when it went well as I was hosting at Laugh Boston this winter and it was like a late Saturday show, drunks but like sold out, super fun, super engaged, loud laughers. Great. It's like, But like three, 400 person room, it's huge. And I was just hosting and I was just doing... Just doing a lot of crowd working kind of like all around the room and it's doing great. And in the corner there's a group of people who they all work with kids with developmental disabilities. And I was like, mess with them. I was like, these two guys, you guys look like you're in a biker gang. Why do you work with them? And then they yelled out that they were like, Oh, we work with kids with developmental disabilities. I was like, I don't show off. Like and like they were fun and they liked it. And then like five minutes later in the set, I set called I was talking to a guy who's from where I'm from in Buffalo. And he was like, Oh, I went to such and such high school and I was like, Oh, in Buffalo Like they used to call kids that went to my high school, daisies, kids from his high school. And we would just call them retarded. And that got like a big laugh. (laughs) And then the developmental disabilities people were like, Oh, come on. Like they were like pissed. I used the word retarded, Uh but the whole crowd was into it and they were in the corner. So I just like pointed like in between them and the table next to them. And I said, This 90% of the room enjoys what I just said. And I was like, they all liked it. And I was like,
0: they're all cool to be saying retarded. You made them the moral minority. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, exactly. I wonder if that's maybe a way to do it to show, yeah, you're dissenting here. To no purpose, like yeah. yes. you're not changing anything.
3: <laughs> you're having less fun than the rest uh, than the right. rest of the 270 people. In the
0: right, world. right, right. Maybe you should run for office, but not here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good lie. That's, that's, that's a good yeah. yeah. lie. All, right. yeah, 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 yeah. all right, All right, that's down. What about the hater?
3: They just are mad that you're not the hater. Stand-up. Just
0: like you suck. Uh, I hate your jokes. Like uh-huh. whatever. I don't you're even not funny. know if I ever had
3: someone that's just like ah, fuck what you're doing. I don't, that that'd be. A real piece of I shit. don't know that I've had it either. But I,
0: I have it definitely seen it
3: happens Yeah I don't know Fuck that guy <laughs> yeah, yeah, That guy's a piece
0: of shit
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> We wanted to talk about The homophobic heckler I think it's so specific And interesting So funny When I It's the guy that Refuses to let the comedian Have a persona That's gay in bits I over You know how there's Certain bits One time I had, the, I had this bit Where I end up Blowing Hitler um, <laughs> Still never on this podcast Explained the premise Of why uh, I blow Hitler But one time This dude just gone up in the middle of the show I was like Oh fuck that! I'm out. And then and, and he started walking out, and I was like, "Yo, I'll suck your dick too, That's man. I got, I'm getting off stage. I'm gonna come chase you down, boy." And it, and it got this big. Th- it was just, re- and he laughed at it too. Yeah, there is, and I don't think you know what I've, I've noticed. Maybe not now, but when I was earlier in my New York comedy days in New York City, black rooms. Yep. There's like a lot of like just like yep. like I
3: ain't gay, dude. That I ain't was my gay. next thing I was gonna say, dude. Anything even even. Uh, remotely gay, and le- if you're saying it and you're not flamboyantly gay, yeah, already, and you're like that bit where you're not gay, yeah, as a person, but that bit you're describing you doing something kind of gay. I
0: will
3: go, Oh man,
0: almost, oh hey, whoa, no man,
3: dude, oh man, I've I don't, almost never yeah. seen that work hey, in a black, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've seen them just shake heads at me, where it's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. but in that scenario, you can kind of. What you did, which I think is you almost made a ca- cartoon version of yourself where you're like, Yeah, I'm the gay white boy on stage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll suck your dick. I'll and suck they,
2: dicks willy nilly, yeah, bro. Yeah, I've done
3: that where you talk about like doing Coke, and in the black room, they're not cool with that either. And what do you mean? If you talk about how you like to do Coke a lot, I've found in black rooms, as a white person, they're not like, if you do a, a white room full of people in their 20s and 30s, and you're like, I love doing Coke. Everybody in the crowd's like, woo, like they love doing coke bah. too. But in a black room, it's, there's a weird tension around it where they're not so much like, yeah, us too, we love doing coke. Yeah. There's, there's, it's more of a taboo thing. And like,
2: it's a white asshole's drug. Kind of is, yeah. yeah.
3: So what you have to do in that, <laughs> if they get weird with that, you just make yourself the white asshole. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you could tell I do coke yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like, look at this shirt I'm wearing I'm a fucking piece of garbage like, Yeah, and, absolutely yeah.
0: I have some experience with the homophobia in black rooms And uh, because I have a pretty solidly My strongest material is about me being bisexual I don't yeah. do it that much But it is like, it's solid yeah. I've been doing it a long time And when I break it out in the right way In the right room, it just Levels. I yeah. love so, the end of it. Yeah. The and, last and line. It's just uh, that last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's fun. Such it's such a great so one. Fun. It's so Dude. fun. Why but don't you share it with Luke? When I first I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, I'll. Uh, because I, I'll
2: do it on your show. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so so what I want to say is like, so as I was doing that, it was really sensitive for me to start talking about it. It was so hard. And it was just like, but I was like, I got to go toward what's scaring me here. And I started to notice that thing that, Oh man. Oh, Hey. oh huh. yes. And then finally, like, I just got so upset because it was this weird heckle. And I didn't know what to do with it. And I felt it and felt it. And I was like that rejection hurt. And then finally I just, it just pulled out of me. I was like, yo, by the way, can I just say, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling this a little bit. To the straight guys in the room, you're safe. No. I can get it anytime I want. I don't need
3: it from you. <laughs> Great, dude.
0: But that that their heckle pulled that out of me. Yeah. But it's such a passive heckle. It's just I'm gonna express my moral authority here on how wrong I think this is. By the way, why am I expressing that exactly? Yeah. Mm, why am I why do I need to tell everybody how straight I am? Huh yeah. I wonder
2: why Totally It's yeah. like when you saw me Do the dead dad thing When yeah. they got uncomfortable Because I made a joke At the expense of my dead father <laughs> And they got weird And I was like Oh yeah it. It. You know it was my what was his name? Was his <laughs> yeah, name? that's great. What was, what was his name? What's my mom's name? Who he widowed? Yeah, why, yeah. you He make, really widowed all of us. Yeah, then, you want to yeah. make yourself the good guy here. You want
3: to make yourself the good guy here. Yeah.
2: Well why? Well, uh, you know, what's my dad's name? What's it's, his birthday. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was his favorite? Where food? was he born?
3: Yeah, you <laughs> love my dad so much. What did he tell me before <laughs> yeah. he tucked me? in? Tell me, me my in. dad's favorite
0: color. When he tucked me in, what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all want to tuck me in now? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, you can and, tuck, tuck me you're in. So bad concerned. Yeah. It's
3: <laughs> like that guy. And then some guy in the crowd's like, "I'm not tuck you in. I'm not gay." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then
3: Jeff comes and says,
0: I can get it time yeah, I want. <laughs> I tuck men in all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> tuck myself in the men.
1: <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about sex.
2: Let's introduce Luke Tuma. Tuma.
1: What's
0: going on? Luke. Luke is an energetic young comedian oh, god. Stop <laughs> this is, it! No, this is my favorite me. thing to do I love reading people's bios to them oh, <laughs> god. Currently residing in New York City Ooh, this is updated uh, uh. <laughs> I think my favorite line out of this Luke has already made a name for himself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He is sure to continue Dude, to do, do so do you so every podcast? <laughs> it's brutal <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Only to the people I think can handle it I, uh, uh, I can't imagine you do this with Mark Norman is like, oh, God, God, to kill myself oh, I hate it. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, it's so great to have you on Luke, you, you came up through the Boston comedy scene, right? You're such such a pressure cooker for comedians oh, yeah. yeah, man, uh, absolutely So many great comedians came out, have come out of there And, and you've you. opened for them
2: uh, <laughs> And you've opened for them, didn't you open for Gary Goldman? Who else did you open for? Goldman, I've worked with Louis um, Louis CK? Yeah Oh, that's I've really cool I've heard of him, he's great Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a great uh, guy. He retired my... or
0: something, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: no, no Come back to work, bud <laughs> yeah. Get in front of you, it you,
0: Society has spanked you enough. Like, yeah, can we please, please get back to work?
2: Please tell us what it's like. <laughs> yeah. All right. It uh, could be singular.
0: Working some great comedy. So there. okay. So you, you, you came up in Boston. That's great. Man. Um. And then you moved to New York, obviously for ob- obvious reasons. Yeah. What do you have to say about like coming up in Boston?
3: It's like a Harvard education on comedy, and it's a really great place to start out because there's no industry there, and there's stage time in front of actual crowds more so than there is starting out in New York. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Probably you get to learn how too. to, yes. So I'll, I'll talk about that.
2: A in bunch minutes. of Wahlbergs. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to, so you
3: get to learn how to work a crowd and, and, and learn how to perform for actual people that aren't comics. But also, there's this weird thing where the, You can make a living in Boston as a headliner and sleep in your own bed every night because Mm -hmm. there's rooms in New Hampshire, Maine, Rhode Island, Connecticut, the Boston area, Western Massachusetts, Vermont. Like There's all these different places around where you can just drive to, headline for the night even headline for the weekend and drive back every night, sleep in your own bed. So Mm. guys can make a living. There's a ton of guys that do this. They can make a living in Boston, living in Boston as headliners and never leave Boston, never have to move to New York, never have to move to LA. And it's because geographically of how tight everything is. There's Mm -hmm. all these different Mm -hmm. States in New England, jammed in this one tiny area. So these guys never leave. But they keep doing all the new shows because they're like solidified as these legends of the scene. So when you come up and you're doing like the good bar shows in Boston, not that hard to get on. You can get on them within a year or two doing comedy. Yeah. So packed shows in these yeah. bars. You're two years in and the other guys in the, the bill, 20 years in, 25 years really? in, 15 years in. Beasts Monsters yeah. These guys have albums out. These guys have done TV spots They've performed in Europe And and, and Africa And all over the world I mean, so like, They make their living Off of comedy They do fundraisers They do colleges They've done yeah. of you know, they, that started With Bill
0: Burr or Whatever Veteran yeah. working comics And you get to perform Side by side with them You have to that's be really comparable cool. To them when you're a year And a year and a half In a comedy
2: Yeah Wow so. how, many, how long have you been Doing stand up
3: uh, Three and a half years Three and a half That's yeah. a really
2: Wow that's a quick trajectory so, Thanks You've had a good Yeah it sounds like <laughs> He really roll.
0: has made a name for oh,
3: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this is a two-person. Boston. This is like a collaborative bit. You're like, here, say something complimentary <laughs> to him so
2: that I can read the next line of file. Let's fuck over this piece of shit. But, the, like, I have this nostalgia for Boston, the Boston comedy scene that yeah, I would right. never interact yeah. with. Like, I just listened to, like, um, Bill Burr talk about coming up with Patrice Gallman and Dane Cook and just, like, how all of them just, like, would just bust balls at, like, diners. And I'm like, those are... Those are like the best comedians, yeah, dude. ever. Yeah. And they all like beast in completely different ways. Like it's very interesting. And then you hear about like Louis, David Cross, like all Stephen Wright. It's just got this plethora of just like genius comedians that just came to New York and started crushing in New York, and immediately yeah. must be a cool scene to come it's up. Amazing, with. man. What were you going to say about the I don't know hostility
0: of the crowds of the as crowds. it
3: pertains to the theme for Haglers, <laughs> Boston is a perfect storm as far as audience goes for hecklers because this is what you're going to get in a boston audience you're getting those salt of the earth southy guys the Wahlbergs. those guys exist by the thousands yeah. and they all go are oh, you queer those guys actually haters exist. homophobes haters yeah. home. They're, they're drunkards like five different types of the hecklers all in one yeah so those those guys are in the crowd and then you have harvard and mit students who think and know that they're smarter than you and feel compelled to let you know. And then you have college-aged white women.
2: Yeah that's so like bu it's squad the three BC. types of
3: people that need to let their opinions be known at
2: all times the most that's so oh, that wow. must be such good strength training
3: for heckling and like learning how to deal with rough rooms at just like chops room, just, chops, just like be yes.
2: funny in the moment
3: and be learn how to own a, it really just that boston taught me so much of like it just forces you to learn how to own the room and command your crowd and and deal with whatever obstacles and deal with like all these different little things that might go wrong too that's another thing it, especially with the one i came up to because you're we performing a lot of bars and then you could headline these rooms up in new hampshire and maine and do, do you do long sets which is you learn really early on how to do like 40 minutes but it, those are like breweries and they're like hillbillies up in maine at some weird like the mont swig roadhouse thing and like which is like a legitimate place but it's like these weird rooms and there's like a lot of different obstacles there's a lot of people heckling there's a lot of people drinking and and you learn how to have to adapt to whatever the room's given you and that struggle just like it
0: makes you room strong right yes that's yeah. the biggest thing yeah it just like builds that like uh it's almost like uh wax on wax off like yeah. uh, here, let's do this the most painful <laughs>
3: totally. yeah man and if i know i'm going later in the order and the people before me it's a rowdier, louder crowd and they're dying on stage because of that mm-hmm. i almost get excited when that's the scenario because mm-hmm. i know you, know I, you can do I it i know i know how to deal
0: yeah with know, i've seen this a million times i know exactly how to i'll take a rowdy crowd and it over a quiet crowd any day that crowd that just sits there and looks at you and they're just like okay still talking right like oh. I, I don't even know what to do with those people. Dude, I could yeah. not agree
3: more with you. I said this only I I I don't think I'm a good enough writer for the silent room. Yeah. Cuz the guys who'd kill in those silent rooms are just one-liner guys who it's like my jokes are perf- mathematically perfect yeah. whether or not there's an audience yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And those guys tend to do well. Like you like a, a Lingon Mitra or like a or a Norman or yeah, something. Yeah. If yeah. the room's that dead their jokes are so airtight that they're gonna. You the know,
0: surprise will hit those people m- so hard, no yeah.
3: matter what. Yeah, no matter what, yeah. because they're, they're, they're really the listening. misdirection is so perfectly formed. It's in almost the joke. like
0: that audience becomes a shy person, uh, and then you're, you, if you try girl. to pour on charisma. And theatrics and showmanship They get more shy yeah. Absolutely
3: dude and, and the other thing is like, I feel like I need some base level of energy to work with mm-hmm. I need the audience Okay is there energy in the room? I'll be fine But a room with no energy? I struggle Whereas if there's energy in the room, even if there's a ton of energy because they're loud and drunk and screaming and rowdy, I know exactly how to turn that into laughter. I don't know how to turn, I can't make something out of nothing. I don't know what today, like I can, uh, on a very rare occasions, I'll know exactly what I I can, I can figure those rooms out. And it usually comes from, Talking about how they've been bad as an audience. Yes. That's the way I learned you, how to deal with you those. You have
0: groups. to be careful. Yes. You have to be really careful with that. You can't I, be like, you guys are cunts. Dude, like that doesn't work. I, I I had a really tight audience and I was hosting and I'm still really getting my hosting legs in. Yeah. And uh, I went back I went up and I tried to call out that they weren't being a good audience and it just became scolding and it was a nightmare dude, you know? i mean ho- hosting it though if so they're tight enough. off the, like you're just gonna take the
3: l and, was... and once you bomb because i host a lot yeah if you didn't do all that opening set you're not gonna if the first i don't, don't want to hear either dude. dude <laughs> and the thing is the first three comics let's say you bombed hosting because it was a tight room off the bat you had to break them in you had to get them ready to listen to comedy uh-huh. and then your first three comics go up. First guy kills you. Keep it moving. Second guy, he mm-hmm. does great. Keep mm-hmm. moving. Third guy goes yep. Keep moving. You're like, they're warm now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to him a little bit. I'm gonna do. Now a bit. I can show I'm funny. They still fucking hate you. Yeah, they, they hate. Yeah, they're they, done they, with you. Yeah. They're over. I'm yeah. not dating you anymore. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, you can't uh,
1: Come back to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. that yeah. No.
0: our first fuck sucked. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like we I broke apart crying. Yeah. Yeah. The show
3: started at eight. At eight o'clock, I didn't want to fuck you just because these guys, you know, went down on me for the last half hour. Doesn't mean I want to fuck you now. It's over. It's over. That's
0: great.
1: <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about sex.
0: This next clip is called Rowdy Crowd, also on YouTube, and it's by the one, the only Luke Tuma. Let's hear it.
3: <laughs> Fellas in the back, how are you guys doing? They're annoying. They're annoying? <laughs> if, a girl with, if a girl with that voice is calling you annoying, you're just like, oh. <laughs>
1: here. How you guys doing? Ow! Ow! I'm to breathe. I
4: like...
3: You gotta breathe? You been traveling, man, from around here? Hollis. Hollis? Yeah, Oh, uh, is that like white trash Maine? Yeah. She <laughs> said, of course you're from Hollis, which is like...
5: We haul ass in Hollis. No. What do you say? We haul ass in Hollis.
3: You haul ass in Hollis? Yeah. Okay, it is white trash Man. Yeah. <laughs> man, fucking Trump 2016, the Mexicans took my pension as fuck he was just plotting to kill Yulia the whole time she was there oh man, how do I deport this fucking Chinese or whatever she is get the hell out of my state is that your girlfriend right there? cause that would make perfect sense Nah. Uh. <laughs> it's your cousin, so so you guys are married then <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: That's beautiful, that's beautiful, congratulations Congratulations, man <laughs> Good, How are you, man? You been in a fight?
1: Two.
3: A few few? Really?
1: Oh, yeah, I
3: know no. I know, you don't look like you've been in a fight <laughs> <laughs> Did someone steal your Magic the Gathering parts? <laughs> yeah.
4: fight, though. I've never been in a fight. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> 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 it's
0: great. Uh, it <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, it's fun. I like the... Um, so you are married, then. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: So that's a perfect example of the hecklers had something funny. The uh-huh. yeah. was... Because there was that...
2: Were they having a good time, by girlfriend? the way? Uh, the, the Rowdy crowd. What, did they seem to be enjoying what so, you were doing? So
3: I actually got, I, this clip got a lot of, of views on yeah. this website. It, was, it wasn't you. Uh, E-Bombs World got like, mm. oh I don't man. know. Yeah, throwback. Was, yeah. Such a throwback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put it on there, I forgot I put it on there. Yeah. And then one of my buddies hit me up and was like, you're on the front page of E-Bombs World. And I was wow. like, oh, I forgot I even uploaded it there. And I looked at it and it was like, it had been up there for like two hours, but it had like 50,000 views or something. Oh, cool. So it was cool. And, and, but a lot of the people were mad, they were like, or not. I got one comment that was like they weren't heckling, and it's only because I, I just cut out. They were yelling out shit all that I was headlining that show, yeah. and so I did like forty minutes,
2: and they wow. were yelling
3: shit out all night. So that's why I, when I yelled, "Fellas in the back, how you guys doing?" It's because they've been talking and yelling and dropping uh-huh. drinks. Did
2: you just where got you? in get on stage? No, that's like fifteen minutes in. This, oh, it's okay. almost
0: like it's one of those scenarios where if you could go back in time, you could probably like. Add one of those little text things at the beginning. This is after yeah fifteen huh. minutes of
2: them totally. talking. Yeah. And the
3: only reason I didn't do that is because I felt I didn't want to make it too dramatic and be like this asshole crowd. Yeah, 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 like, like Joe Rogan. post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I would argue with you. I you. You, I think you need that context no, for you're people. Right, and that person was responding to that lack of context. I
3: know. I, I, I felt I just. You're right. And I, I should have. It probably would have made the video better. I just felt silly putting it in. Yeah. But they were. They were a good time and that guy yelled out though when i said are you guys are is that your girlfriend and they said and the guy says it's his cousin oh and that got a yeah. laugh so that's much a funny line man another guy yelled out so it's oh. a completely other guy yells yeah. out. i said is that your girlfriend and a totally different guy because the whole crowd sometimes these rooms up in new england like you'll have like there's like eight people in eight different groups heckling throughout a long oh So wow. It's like a whole room like ah. oh. so like that guy goes it's his cousin which gets a big laugh cuz that's really funny and I said like, oh it's your cousin so you're married then. And just that's the whole thing of yeah. building off of heckler said something funny, build off of it. Don't uh-huh. be
0: like oh shut up, uh, you know, yeah.
3: cuz that's not going to get laughs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wrote my funny poetry and I'm going to say it, damn it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
3: And so the funny. other thing about this clip, I got another comment that bothered me is like when I said is that your girlfriend cuz that would make perfect sense. I didn't, people, I, I should have, I wish I wrote, that this is when I really wish I wrote like a text post in the mm-hmm. video, that's not about the way she looks people thought, we're like, oh that's like me and you're calling her ugly, it was about her voice because I was already making fun of her voice and he had this really loud like voice and then her voice was like and so that, <laughs> and in the room, you knew that's what I was talking about because she was actually very, she's really pretty and yeah. she was like nice. But it was like, I said that would make perfect sense because they both had these like loud, obnoxious voices. Got it had nothing to do with the way she looked. Got it. But you saw me, my face, I was like, I didn't quite get. Why that line works? Why they would make perfect sense Yeah Is because all night He was going And then she goes
1: They're annoying
3: And I was like Is that
0: your girlfriend Because that would make perfect sense uh, <laughs> You both walk around the house With those voices Yeah <laughs> I, I like too You said uh, Where you You went into a character Real fast For the white trash main thing You, be, you became that cartoon You yeah. did it Right there Exactly what you are talking about You cartooned the fuck out of it Yeah, yeah. Uh, And you got a few great riffs Out of that moment It was super, it was super fun Thanks Thanks, man. Also, like, what made you ask them if you've ever been in a fight? And I was
3: a bit about when I my dad used to put me in boxing classes because I was a fat kid, and then I was so bad at boxing that they wouldn't let me train with the guys anymore. So they used to let me train with the girls, but the girls wouldn't go easy on me like the <laughs> bo- guys would, and so I would, these like. Like attractive women that were like five beat years old than me would yeah. just beat the shit <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like that's a wrap. Do you, have, do you have a kink now <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly that's like yeah that's like it's a weird way to find out you're into rough sex <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's really funny right, right.
3: i'm doing that bit but these people were just like i said there's just people yelling out from all over okay so you do the bit at them have you been in a fight mm-hmm. and then the guy, was, and then he was kind of a nerdier kid, and he was like, "Yeah, I, actually, I have." And yeah,
0: I like, then you got that was great. That line was so
2: good. Did someone <laughs> steal your Magic the Gathering cards? I like when you requested a heckle, kind of. I mean, you're not requesting a heckle; you're requesting a response from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it kind of is like you're telling the hecklers to keep going. Totally, that's that Dalia thing that. where
3: mm-hmm. you keep keep digging in, man. I love it. Lean into it if they're going to do this, because as long as you have control of the room, you, that's just more. That's it. Could be a gold mine for for humor. Yeah, whatever's going on with them, especially that group in the back group of loud guys dressed like truckers like eight of them. And then they're loud girlfriend who wants them to shut up but she's even louder than they are (laughs) Uh, what is going on here like that's
0: uh you know you could there's plenty to draw from yeah yeah. so speaking of accepting and bringing that in i want to play this clip this is by joe klocek the guy that i referenced earlier he's such a great guy okay and this is at the punchline in san francisco it's about 2008 i need to do just a little preface for it this has some political references that might need some explaining. This is 2008.
2: 2008
0: okay. Yeah, this happened at the end of the Bush years. And we were in two major wars, and our financial system had terminal diarrhea at that point yeah. with no end in sight. So he, he references that. Some people might have forgotten. <laughs> what we that forgot was. before How Donald had Trump, Trump we had another evil president. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. kind of nothing, really. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he references that. This guy's been heckling him for a long time. And then he finally just goes, all right. Come on up. What would you like to say?
5: I would like to talk about you a little bit.
0: Oh. <laughs> Give him the mic what Are you as manager.
5: Ah. <laughs> Can he maintain? Look, I know we live in a democracy, but this is not it.
4: <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> okay. That's This is, uh, you know, i Bush, basically, tonight. i right? <laughs> I am the decisioner. Thank you with a logical heckle. Uh. I wish we had more audience members like you. Really, you suck. Get off the stage. Give me the mic. Uh. <laughs> Alright, come on. Up.
0: Wow. He has a second mic. Wow. Yeah.
5: This is first of all, what's your name? What's your name? Matt Cody. Matt Cody. I wouldn't even do my right, last name. guy, you know make Whoa, fun Matt, of you. Matt, Matt, Matt. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but it's, it's not fucking wrapped all right? Yeah. <laughs> not Eminem and 8 Mile, all right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, this might totally backfire on you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the very least, you and I can fuck each other at the end of the show. <laughs> We have each other. (laughs) We can do algebra together in each other's arms. (laughs) He's really looking at me like he wants to hit me. Do you see that look? I know that look well, man. All right, all right. All right, Mr. Cody. Go ahead. Go ahead. This guy's making fun of me all night. You know, he's got a Costa Rica jacket on, you know. suck! Ah, Give him time. Give him time. Got got the long hair. I think this is a definition of a, a surfer... There's no coordination. You can't, you can't even afford a service. holding the bit. I'm the bit. This is called a premise. It's extremely fucking long, but that's it goes. <laughs> Later on, we're gonna land aircraft on it it's so fucking long.
2: Oh my god.
5: Getting so long, it's actually the exit strategy out of a rock,
2: but that's it ah, <laughs> Jesus. So, <laughs> this is perfect. Great clip. <laughs>
5: I saw some other good comedians up here. You know, I think they got a good, you know, they got the job of a good Wait a job. minute, did you, abandon, did you abandon the other joke? He hit his hand. Who? We, we, we use words, we don't get physical. <laughs> don't make me give you a timeout. <laughs> way, I just want to be clear, though, for the record, you've abandoned the, the first joke. We've moved on out to the second joke. I think you're out of jokes. You called me up here to keep talking, so you know. Alright, so the other comedians up here, obviously, he's He the, the asshole weed tonight, didn't he? <laughs> when you give my stuff. You just keep talking. All right, I'm, I'm I, sorry. No, somebody's got a joke. Somebody's got to bring the funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Have you always wanted to be a comic? No. Well, that's I obvious. But that's what's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> dude, <laughs> stick, stick with math, dude. Stick with math. <laughs> All right, come on, bring it, bring it. I'll, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I thought I really thought the other comedians were funnier. You know, they I think they got the job with a good audition. You got yours in the back alley in the doggy style position from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> so that's three that you failed at. But that's all right. That's okay. It's starting to get a little mean, dude, and kind of slightly homoerotic, but whatever. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> oh, oh,
0: you
5: gave
0: him the light. <laughs> Somebody gave him the light. You, know you actually
5: failed your audition, and that means you have to go out in the back alley in a doggy-style position. That's exactly what I just said. I just said the exact same thing. Yeah, but somehow yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> i made it the journey. I not what I said. Do you
1: see that? I am the king, and these I, are my people.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Great! great. Wow! Just gotta tell what
5: I How about this? I have a job? How about how about this? How about you, you think this is easy? No. It's not. You think I, I get paid I very little, huh? Now you're getting heckled by other audiences. <laughs> that's not. That's the that's, a, that's a bad sign. How about this? Why don't you give me some math problems? <laughs> No blackboard, no calculator, I don't even have my cell phone on me. Give me some math problems. That's your strong point. Go with your strong point, dude. So math problems. Give me like, you know, I gotta figure out an integer or whatever the fuck that is. Give me like 2 plus 2. Let's start basic, you know. I'll,
1: I'll
5: fuck that up. Dude, you know what I'm just an audience member, man. I'm out. Dude, you're on you're not an audience member. Huh. You're out. Yeah, you're on stage. Give me something like, if a train leaves Chicago at 12 o'clock and you have to get to a gig, well, you won't be going there. But I know. Uh-uh. <laughs> Hello, the
1: mic. Man-
5: Gene Universe, it's how we uh, hear sound. I've I Here's my math problem. So it's, it's okay. okay. a ticket. I see about 100 and, or 100 people here. About 200. And about 12 <laughs> comics. About 12. And you can't balance your checkbook. That's my. That's my. Uh, well, he's right about that. <laughs> I cannot balance times 100 divided by 12. So. Do you know the oh, answer? No. Wait, wait. What's the question? I just heard a lot of numbers coming at me like, fuck, am I being audited? What would you guys do? You'd them at this point,
0: right? You'd them. He wants to see the bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you get the deposit on
5: that (laughs) leg? Look, I made fun of them, and even they fucking like me more than you. Uh... Wow. (laughs) This is one of the most unusual shows. <laughs> I don't have my wallet on I me. Mean, I'm gonna give you my email. We can continue this.
1: Oh uh, god.
5: We can we can go blogger to blogger. You can write stuff in capitals. Ooh. He's really
2: pissed. What? Would
0: you would you like to sit down now or? Yeah. <laughs> That was fucking good. Uh, I first saw that guy um, He was down uh, I was like in San Jose I think. He headlined. All he did was just pit the two sides of the audience against each other for 45 minutes. <laughs> That's all he did. He just he, he, no material. It just 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 like How long has made he been them doing enemies it? And, and like made them compete against each other. That's How long so has he been funny. doing it? That was such oh, an experience. By it. then
2: it was like 20 years. Wow, yeah. he looks so young. Yeah. That's why I turned around. I was like, "What?" His voice sounds like youthful. Yeah, it's no. Crazy. By, then, by then, he was like the years.
3: composure is insane. Yeah. yeah, he didn't. He didn't show he was angry nope. or the guy physically affected. Yeah, physically yeah, assaulted him and in he, a way. He was like, he's being so insulting, but in such a clever way. He was going, "Come on now, Matt. Like he's like, giving him so many
0: chances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he he even he, shut the crowd down. But stop he, it. Let yes. him tell his joke. And, and uh, yeah. even
3: that was even more insulting because he the crowd and the guy joe mm-hmm. and also that guy matt all knew when he's saying let him tell his joke he's being more he's being extra yes. insulting yes. Yes. we all we all know this isn't going to go well yeah. so we all know this is not going to go well yeah. and now he's he's wh- the nice thing to do would have been like what an idiot all right get him off the stage uh, yeah. but the, the it's extra cruel but he's oh. because he's he's got that warmth and he's like in a positive mood uh-huh. and he's got a you know more optimistic demeanor he's being extra cool it being like no, no no
0: let's give him a chance like,
3: because yeah. he knows this guy's just gonna keep digging a hole and then every time he fucks up i'm gonna fire off a line yeah. i'm gonna riff another thing he on top of so
0: it. many good moments where it, he points out that i'm an experienced professional you don't know what you're doing but he does it and it's, it's just like well someone's got to bring the funny i said the same thing you just said but Everybody laughs, (laughs) and
3: in in a lot of good heckler interactions, there's some good callbacks. Remembering, yeah, where I think you hear it in in Delise's clip, in my clip, and then especially in this guy's clip. So in this guy's clip, he does the he calls back to the guy the fact that the guy's a mathematician, Uh and then he calls back to the in the alley doggy style thing. Uh-huh. He yeah. just keeps calling back, and that's You great. did my material.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind and of like a... I made it funny. <laughs> it's a way
3: of, like, keeping your base so it doesn't get too off track. Yeah. And Delia does that in his clip where he keeps calling back that he starts with the no homo thing, and uh-huh. then he goes yeah. down uh-huh. this whole row of the bachelor party, and then he goes, no homo. And it, like, is destroyed. If you're able to call back something earlier in the night, it kind of, like... I don't know. You you draw back to your base yeah. if you're fucking with a heckler, yeah, so you, yeah. is, if you don't get too off track. And I thought that's what this guy Joe did brilliantly. Is he keeps yeah. just every time he's fucking with the guy, making lines, then calling back, and each time he calls back about
0: something about this guy, it gets an applause. Right yeah, man. yeah, oh, it's it, brilliant. Man. Yeah, man, he's 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 a real never lost his composure. Never once. No, and, and it was Didn't, always. It's so rock solid. And he had so many opportunities for it to go really wrong.
3: And what he did brilliantly, which is the funny thing is he says, you're not Eminem in 8 Mile. Yeah. But then he does the Eminem in 8 Mile thing by by saying what his weaknesses are up top, which right when he brings a guy up, he goes, you're not Eminem in 8 Mile. And right when he gives him the mic, he goes, this might go horribly wrong for me. He's getting yeah. in front of the worst possible thing. Yeah. It's like what Eminem did in 8 Mile where he's like, yeah. I am a fucking
2: white trash piece of shit. I say it proudly like that exact thing. <laughs> you keep bringing up shit that we just recorded with yeah. Ken- Really? He, we brought yeah. that up And then we played it On the air
1: Oh
3: really Yeah
2: That yeah. was so fucking yeah. It. yeah it's yeah. really funny Your guys are mind-sicking Right
1: now
2: <laughs> You are Kenny that's, that's funny <laughs> I, Great That was Yeah uh, fantastic And I'm glad you went For someone that's like Not a, a big name, just like an incredible comedian. It's more, yeah, it's mm-hmm. super interesting. He's yeah. so cool. I'm gonna send this to him, by the way. I, I, yeah, I want him fun, to hear this. Sure. He's yeah. Such a great guy. And if he comes to yeah. New York, man, yeah. dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. this guy
0: seems awesome. Oh yeah, I'd love to give him. I'm so put cool. Him up if he comes around. So, how old is he? In that? I just know you said 20 years. He, in He's seven years old. In that, is seven. Yeah, old. yeah. You're, it's amazing. When such was a a of he was a sperm, he was doing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was negative 13, what's the deal with eggs? How do I fertilize it? Uh, this next clip is by Arj Barker. It's called Arj Barker and Heckler, 2007 Lakeshore Theater. Yeah. And let's play it. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> we have the greatest military in the world. And nobody can ever learn
4: our military secrets. Unless they have, like, the Discovery Channel or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty easy, I guess. You just turn it on and just give it away all this. Just... In conclusion (laughs) The only way to destroy this tank Is to cut this wire right here (laughs) And place explosives in there (laughs) We'll be right back with more things civilians shouldn't know (laughs) 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 High treason week On the (laughs) This is a real true observation Seriously, why is it that Every gym, pretty much in the world Has balloons attached to the outside of it Jim Yeah, Jim Jim and I don't know what I've, what I've started here No, like, oh, you can just talk to the comedian at any time you don't follow something don't they? Just ask them what they say Can you please clarify that? <laughs> <laughs> I think you kind of yelled at this one lady I love that they do this. Cause she would kept she kept interrupting like I like a pause in my show between punchlines it's like timing thing and she would yell something out and it just got really annoying. You no, know, when I write jokes I think you know if I can just make 3 people laugh then I won't I won't get a lot of work. <laughs> Did you say, don't hold your
1: breath?
4: Yeah. Yeah, don't worry, I'm not gonna hold my breath because then I can't fucking tear you new asshole. <laughs> <laughs> by the third or fourth time, I started to lose my temper with her a little bit. Fairly yelled at her by the fourth, fifth time. First, I was on the one that hated you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone hates me. <laughs> wow. I still hate you, the boss.
1: <laughs> finish your joke, guys. <laughs> I didn't have the moral support of that
2: guy <laughs> I love that. Positive heck of Finish that joke, bro. <laughs>
4: I can only put up with so much. I know some guys, you know, have a way of doing it that keeps people always laughing, but sometimes I think it's really more effective to get it really quiet and let the person know that it's not fucking cool, you know? Uh, Seriously, do you want to, I mean, honestly, I've been going on a couple dates days with this girl, but I think she's too young. I mean, the other day, she wouldn't have sex with me, because she had an ice cream headache. <laughs> I'm like, I don't eat it so fast. She's like, I'll eat it as fast as I want to eat it. I was like, fine. It's your allowance. <laughs> well, it's a great crowd, you know. A lot of people. Yeah. It's good fun. That's why the show is... Like, sure.
2: Dealing with it. The pauses. It's, he even talks about after. He's like, I leave these pauses that allow for people to heckle and he he said that, and then he like he he let that first heckle in through that window, mm-hmm. but then he allowed himself to pause throughout his bashing of her, he gave like really long pauses and just trusted. You know, I'm gonna, you know, I have control now, yeah. That, like, because she could have heckled in those other pauses where he's about to bash her, and then he just he has such composure.
3: I, I love that because he really stayed in his own energy, like, he's got a weird energy on stage, and he stayed completely in it. He yeah. was able to deal with her. He, he showed that he was mad, but in it, still in a warm way. When he was just like, he was being so honest, where he's like, At first, I was the only one that hated you, yeah. He's like, No, no, they all hate
0: you, and, he, yeah. and he's so gentle the way he says, it At first. I was yeah, <laughs> so gentle. And, that was it a great,
3: and I think she she was both the persistent, like never going to stop heckler, and she was also the malicious one, where she was like trying to like be just be a dick yeah. for sure. But she's like, Go, don't hold your breath. And then he's like, I love his retort lot. to that yeah. so
2: much. Yeah. Pra- a at the heckle, and then. He just says I'm going to destroy Yeah he
0: doesn't it. even do it
2: Yeah it was yeah. like Then was, I can't tear you A new asshole
3: He almost heckled With like a He was almost setting up What he was gonna do next
2: For sure And that
0: got like An applause room um, I encourage listeners to, to, to watch it His face is serenity yeah. yeah It's just He's so Just tranquil waters God And he may newcomer. be like It may be like A fucking hurricane Underneath You know Yeah,
2: He said he was angry And yeah. put stank on it But it's like I didn't hear any stank I just heard yes, composure He's he
3: stating his energy So much that for him That is stank
2: uh-huh. Yeah yeah, uh-huh. That's true that,
3: and Which is the most Impressive thing about it Where he He has his cadence He has his persona He has his energy and, and this way of pausing And he, he kept that up Even through Dealing with this woman
2: Certain I, people don't Display anxiety And frustration Like visibly. visibly i've i've noticed that about myself it's like i oh when i've been really nervous and anxious on stage Uh because i feel like it's not going well people are like oh i thought you had control that's a
0: great quality to have right i
2: i I, it's terrified it's me though because it's like then i'll bomb confidently
0: <laughs> Does that, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to do bomb timidly? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. What yeah, I guess so. What's the bomb confidently? over Bomb looking you like a bitch. Hey,
2: you hum- bombing looking like a bitch. You, you humble like bragging motherfucker. I'm yeah. not yeah. humble yeah. bragging. <laughs> Take it out. Take it out. I do no, want no, the listeners no. to know that I'm vulnerably so Let's start reading his bomb. Let's start
3: reading. weed maintains confidence in all settings.
2: Statue esque persona. Poppy dog human being. Never shows emotions. No signs of fear (laughs) or anxiety. Oh God, so much of both. (laughs) Show is not a bash to tell you about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love Arch Barker so much. I also don't get to see him that much. He's—I don't even know—he moved to Australia. Yeah, Yeah. very cool. I gotta check him out now. He's so good. Oh, I have a a bunch of tracks I can tell you about. Also, watch Um, him on Flight of the Conchords.
0: Yeah, I like another line he said, which was, "I still hate you the most." Yeah, yeah a great closing line
3: for that he's being warm still talking about how how much he hates her he's literally talking about how much he hates her but with a warmth to it because he's like i still hate you the most
2: when she's like jim (laughs) and he's like Yeah. yeah jim Fucking gymnasium yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like when he gives The full name of <laughs> For some oh, reason That kills me you
0: just, Fucking gymnasium You can just talk To the comedian At any time like that, yeah. it, it's, He just calls out What she's doing in, it, in an almost Like incredulous voice And it's enough Dude, yeah. yo,
3: call, dude I watched Seaton Smith do that One time And it was one of The most amazing things I've ever seen He was at a, a bar show beast. In Brooklyn he's, he's incredible And he's doing some bit And this girl got mad at him And she heckled him And she kept heckling him And then finally She it was just like You know Just like a, Let me talk to your man type of white (laughs) white woman just the worst the type of person that infuriates me the most and she's like heckling him over and over and over again and he's just doing great and she won't stop and then finally she does it again and she's with her boyfriend and he's like making jokes about like oh what is it like when they fight at home and it's like doing well she heckles him again and he finally and she's clearly pissed off and instead of just like smashing her, he just goes man you have a lot of hatred in your soul. Yeah. <laughs> and like destroyed. He was like, you have a, a you have a very angry heart. <laughs> He's yeah, like yeah, like yeah. just like killed. And I went up to, him, I was like, that was so amazing. Oh. He's like, sometimes you just got to tell people exactly
0: what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. That's so great. I, I, when you were saying that, it made me think I of a stock line. I want to try now. Uh, uh, I want to try this out. I want to just like, if, if I have one of those, I'm gonna be like, do you, do you, do you want to talk to my manager? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so I can go get him for you. If you say, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. It sounds like you want to file a complaint. Yeah,
1: It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Oh my God. That's, that's
0: awesome. awesome. I think one of my favorite uh, heckler lines I ever heard, so simple, it was Bill Cosby, God rest his integrity. Uh, <laughs> God rest everyone who takes a drink around. Yeah.
2: yeah. Have you seen the bar- barbecue sauce clip from the Cosby show? It's going viral now. There's an episode where he puts... It's like it's like all these couples are making up, like Lisa Bonet and Theo are like making out with their girlfriends, boyfriends, and he's like, and, and Patricia like, uh, Patrice, uh, ooh, Patrice, ooh, Patricia, no, no, wait, what's her name? Um, uh, oh, Patricia Rashad, oh, Felicia okay. Rashad, oh yeah, yeah. The the wife is like, look at them getting back together, and he's like, it's my barbecue sauce, and then she's like, what? He's like, ever notice when people eat my barbecue sauce, they get really lovey dovey, and it's just like, ha. <laughs> Dude, there is a date rape reference in the cosby show ah! So wild. and then it's even made worse because this kid's like this sauce is so good and then he like runs over and takes the wing and like wipes the sauce over uh, off the kid's face it's so good dude, oh did you my see God. the
3: larry king clip where he's talking about spanish fly
2: i've seen that oh no i've seen
3: that dude he's literally talking yep. to larry king on larry king live yep. mm-hmm. about date raping women in yep. like the 90s but they're yep. like using these like they kind of cheery terms like talk about spanish fly which is just like basically roofies and they're like you just put it on the tip of a pin and she's yours for the rest of the night. Oh, Hello, God. America. Oh. And, and Larry King is like old shriveled up. He's like, yep, that's right. That's what they used to say. And like Bill Cosby's used like, oh say. yeah, these. He, he, Bill Cosby so starts creepy. to talk about how it was like a, a folklore that they used to tell in the neighborhood when oh. you were a kid growing up in like the 30s or whatever that like you could date rape women with Spanish fly. Oh. And it's literally just Bill Cosby on Larry King Live talking about date rape. It was in, it's insane. Mm-hmm. He had a bit about it too. Yeah, but yeah, it was on like one of his albums in the late Mm, 60s. Fuck.
0: But what I was going to say, (laughs) what I was going to say is just he had this line that was so simple. It was in a giant auditorium. I saw him still to this day, probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. Sorry, it just was. Uh, And he and somebody was heckling and he goes, I work alone. Uh, (laughs) That's cool. That's great. That was it. And everybody laughed. The person shut up and he kept going. God damn, Mm. that's fantastic. So simple. That is great. All right. Read, read, the, uh, read the plugs. Yeah, let's finish up. So, a huge. You thing. haven't shown us your dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rip it out. Rip it out. How big is
0: it? I'm not gay. Fuck you. Stop saying retard. <laughs> I wondered why you were all of a sudden concerned about the schedule of the recording. Hey, Jeff. Do the plugs. Come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> finish your show, Jeff. I want it. A huge thanks to our guest, Luke Tuma. Thank you, guys, man. Thanks for having me Thanks, on. man. Can I do it one more time? Uh, it's our- not a tumor. <laughs> I love doing that so much. Uh, God, I can't wait to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> our, our guest has a couple plugs here. Number one is an MMA comedy podcast called the Middle Easy Fight Fist Podcast, and it's with Dan Lamort, Yes, and uh, Diego Lopez as well. Yeah, and, and Diego Lopez. That dude yeah. can fight. <laughs> yeah, he really is yeah. great. He's
2: so sweet. It's like so that's weird. All, meet these fighters. Tell us a little sweeter. bit about it.
0: Yeah.
3: So, it's uh Dan Lamore, Diego and I and We work for an MMA brand called Middle Easy. They've been around for a while, and they've always been known as the MMA and comedy brand. They do, like, funny memes and posts and videos and stuff like that about MMA. Look at this
0: guy get killed! (laughs) It's so funny how he doesn't survive! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Exactly.
3: (laughs) But they... uh, So they've been around for a little while, and we we do the podcast with them, and we interview uh, professional fighters. We've had a lot of big-name fighters on, and uh, then we actually got we I, I i could we were such a long shot i couldn't believe we got it but we we ended up being a official credential we applied for it and we got accepted to be official credentialed press for the ufc for their event a couple weeks ago in atlantic city so move we over to-
2: joe rogan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we got
3: three of us got to go and sit yeah. front row and and uh at the fight in this big arena in atlantic city and and, and interview all the fighters and uh then, you know, we're, we applied for another one, and we the PR lady said we did well, so I think we're going to be going to more of the events and interviewing yeah, dude. fighters Congrats. for the podcast. Thanks, man. It's That's been, really cool. And it's been cool. It's like a world aside from comedy, but we're, we're funny on the podcast. We're all comics, so I'm, it's fun mm-hmm. to do.
0: I'm sure that you guys... Are, are pro about it, but God, I would want so bad. I I, I could never do something because I would want to be like, what if you like to punch that guy in the face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you was punch funny. him like yeah. really hard.
2: I forget <laughs> if you were hosting that night at or Late Night Romp, our weekly show every mm-hmm. Tuesday at V-Spot at 9.30. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think she got one out of the way. <laughs> um, but Jake Shields, who's apparently a big yeah, deal, came, and we got to riff with him for a while and ask him and be like, I I asked a question, to someone behind him about like Are you guys dating but he was with his daughter In the front and his daughter was I guess like a teenager So it could be in the darkness mistaken As a couple yeah. and he was like oh No no that's my daughter like oh I, I Told you told the other comic and I, I Don't want to breach I, you kill People for <laughs> yeah. <a little> <laughs> and it just Was so he was really good he was really Good sport, really good sport and yeah. answered all these questions yeah. Dude, Dude they're all that. s-
3: they, like that's like Diego such a nice guy Diego was like a, a Fighter, fighter. Yeah. he's a really good fighter they're meditative team. Yeah and uh, yeah. all the all the guys who are like really good fighters and you meet these pro fighters they can carry themselves with just a calm like nice way and they just have a nice vibe about them because they can kill people so must be have,
2: calming yeah yeah that, they have no reason to weapon. prove <laughs> that they're a big tough guy yeah, yeah they don't right. need a gun they are the gun. Yeah, exactly yeah. so yeah. you
3: don't you don't need to but yeah we, we do that and if you so we have the podcast you can find on itunes middle easy fight fist and then on uh, youtube so the videos the uh, the interviews we do at the fight so we interview all the winners and then they have guest fighters some of the biggest guys in MMA Matt Serra who was a you know champion in the UFC and he now does a radio show with Jim Norton uh what? i interviewed him that's on there and it's you are like you're like hey man what you should kick him in the balls yeah. <laughs> for sure dude he actually dude, <laughs> norton got him to try stand-up and i asked sam met i was like i was like are you gonna because his met retired and i was like are you gonna do stand-up now i know norton got you to try up. and he was like you know it was like a funny interview and he's like talking about you know oh, no 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 but uh it's fun, man. So that's on YouTube
0: dot com. forward slash Middle Easy TV. Absolutely. YouTube dot forward slash Middle Easy TV. Yeah. You can also follow our guest Luke Tuma. That is Twitter at at Luke Tuma. Also, Instagram Luke dot Tuma on Instagram. Uh, this will all be in the show notes as well. Perfect. <laughs> and we have a couple last things to say as we. Mentioned as Harrison mentioned, yeah. we have late night romp, which yes. is uh, my weekly show with Teresa Sheffield, and Harrison helps out a lot. Yeah. So does Patrick Holbert. Yeah, that is Very at twelve St Marks on every Tuesday, nine thirty to eleven
2: fifteen at V Spot Organic, and it packs room. out every time. So it's get there on time to get good because We are running out of chairs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, really yeah. Good. I have to get more.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, I have a monthly series called Special Tonight that I produce with Sadek Samani, mm-hmm. and that will be uh, announced. This week, I don't know when this episode will come out, but we're going to have some summer backyard shows as well as some shows at the V-Spot that will include dinner. And if you want to find out more about our guests or any of these other things, you can head to Let's Talk About Sets.com and check out those show notes. We also have a lot more episodes organized by theme and by the comedians that we've discussed. You can get our episodes automatically every other week by subscribing to the podcast. Do it now no. on Apple Podcasts or however else you get your fix. Special thanks to Chris D'Elia and his frenetic uh, <laughs> absurdity. Uh, uh. Joe Klochek and his mastery of yeah. riffing and crowd work. And of course, of course, Arch Barker and his warmth. Yeah. Yeah. And, of all, and his long pauses. Yeah. Those, those pregnant pauses. Uh, yeah. yeah, great. And then I, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention our unabiding love. Yeah. Our, s- our abiding love. That would say, yeah. Our abiding love of salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Pepper! And pepper! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, we, it's, I mean, it's a parody of your song, and you probably don't even recognize it, but we did start with that. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's, um, it's so fair. It's it's not so yeah. It, I, I highly recommend everybody go buy that song. Original. Uh, but, that anyways, that you get, thank you so, be so be much. And uh, salt and pepper. Let's talk about sets.
1: Let's talk about sets. Let's talk about sets.